Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double deuce. I can't tell you how excited I am to be here tonight, Nelson. Did you, did you hear I seduce there? It was you put what? Something on it. Put something on that that deuce and the double deuce. Oh yeah, no, no. I thought you said seduce. I'm like, did you, did you seduce the deuce? What? I, I kind of, you know, I put a little put a little English on it there. Put a little yeah. There. Tonight's show brought to you like in Asber Deuce. Is it ASMR or ASMR? How do you, what do you do there? I mean, or is I, it, you know, I feel like I, I usually say ASMR just because ASMR, like when it's, when it's uh, not like a word in, at all and it's fuzzier to like, like ASMR is, I mean, I don't know. I feel like uh, saying the word asthma just feels incongruous with what ASMR is. It's like such a rough, <laughs> clumsy, like word. Yeah, it's weird to use that. I feel like the just the letters. At least then it sounds clinical. What what does it stand for again? Audio sensory motherfucking reading, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think it's audio sensory motherfucking reading, like up an audio motherfucking reader up there on campus where they read motherfucking books for. Blind folk. Remember do when they still do that? I thought they did they close them or did they move them? No, they're, they're still up there. Do you remember when Karate Samson? Did you know the story about Karate Samson that she used to read for audio reader? Yeah. And and she used to read like adult magazines for yeah. audio reader. Yeah. So she would like read Playboys. I, I I wish that we could get in there and get a recording of that because I think it would be hilarious. I know that would be great. That would be a good replacement for the drunk puppet lines that we don't have anymore. Oh man, I Roddy Samson reads. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if they keep them by like reader. I wonder if we could go in and and request that, or if that would be just yeah. a gross violation. Yeah, we do we have an in there? Do you listeners? Do you have an in at the audio reader where you could get us some of the tapes of Karate Samson? uh doing reading we can we can give you uh her her government name if you if we need keep it on the down low though yeah we we just really can't reveal her actual name or she makes us go through and edit the episodes it's a whole thing like it's she she was recognized she had to change her identity it's a whole thing don't worry about it (laughs) it's like the born identity but in lawrence kansas and without the amnesia yes she remembers everything, and that's why she had to change her name. Exactly. Exactly. Boy, when she started remembering everything, things just went downhill. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here. Is What is it? Episode 280, 72, is two, somewhere in the upper 200s, isn't it? It is in the upper 200s. You nailed that part. Yeah, two. Also, you had it's in the eighties. You you had the eighties. Two eighty four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two eighty nine, mother eighty eight. Ma, wow! You nailed it. You got it. Wow, two eighty eight. That was my first guess. Everybody, I'm psychic. I'm like one of those. I'm like one of those psychics on TV. I'm like the John Edwards of podcasting. Uh, you've got a you've you've got someone in your family who's 
whose name starts with John M. Edwards of, of podcasting. Yeah, wasn't John Edwards the psychic dude, or am I thinking of somebody else? There might have been another John Edwards, but wasn't John Edwards the the skeezy uh, Democratic politician who was like running for president and cheating on his wife who was dying of cancer? There's only one of those. I mean, he did it like uh, no, there isn't really just one, but he like pretty notoriously did it. I think he was doing some fuzzy stuff with his books. I can't remember. He was the dude. He looked exactly like the Smiler from from uh, Transmetropolitan. So I never trusted him, and then I was right. Yeah, yeah. He looked like the Smiler and not and not be up to some shit. John Edward. It was just John Edward. John Edward. McGee Jr. born okay, October. No October. That's what the S gets, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Adultery. Anyway. Cancer you, adultery. You, you, I'm so psychic. I just got that. Uh, did you know that John Edward uh, wrote a book on being a psychic in 1988? No. Did you not? You want to know some other facts about John Edward? He was the only the top five facts about John Edward. All right. Top five facts about uh, John Edward. Uh, he was the only son of an Irish American police officer and an Italian American working mother. Um, when he was about uh, three years old, they found him in a shipping container with his dead mother who had been murdered in front of him and the whole place was covered in blood. He then became uh, a forensic investigator mm-hmm. in down in Florida and he also murdered people um but only bad people he had a, he because he was raised by a dude who taught him a code mm-hmm. and then he went on tv and he uh replaced johnny carson in the tonight show mm-hmm. and uh, shortly after that in 1998 he became a television television psychic okay john edward and that's how we know him now i see those, that's more than five facts, but I think you need to really that's know a lot. Of facts. I really lost track because some of them were like multi like fact sentences. So they were really racking up the facts there. Well, here's something that you're not Real going to believe. Racker. Here's something you are not going to believe. Can I tell you something that's going to blow your fucking mind? Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can handle it, but for the podcast, I'll, I'll, I'll take the risk. Okay. Okay. Only one of those facts is true. Oh, really? Is it yeah. the one about the murder and stuff? No. you're not, See, this is why John Edwards is a psychic and not you, my friend. John Edward? I, John Edward, yeah, yeah. John Edward. Do you want to know some facts about John Edwards? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I have to look them up, but while we're doing it, I just wanted to uh, say that, that, that um, I, I don't think John Edwards was a very good psychic. He's an American lawyer and former politician who served as a U.S. senator from North Carolina and Democratic nominee for vice president in 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you want to know a little bit more about Went the super scandal? great? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's returned to his law practice. Where's the, how come they don't have like scandal? This is all like probably in stuff. there somewhere. I know. I'm not going to look for it. You guys can look it up. But anyway, the important thing is, what were we talking yes, about? Dude. John Edward, 90s psychic. Yeah, and you're a psychic, too. That was the, yeah. that was what you're getting at. Exactly. Episode 288. It's going to be a great episode, and I'm very excited. 
did the spirits all here tell voice. you that or did the how does it work your psychicness did the spirits talk to you or does the universe just give you signs uh you know i basically look at look for signs from the universe like okay. for you example, mean like read thoughts directly or is it more like impressions is it more like it's more like uh like uh uh like empathy or, or is it is it telepathy or is it just like some kind of uh you know like uh just your the future site no i i kind of just like pick things that i look at mm-hmm. and interpret them okay yeah so it's more like a kind of continual process of yeah. of just reading what what's already there because existence is a book and if you know how to read the book Mm-hmm. You could, I mean, this is all on my web page. That's cool. You know, but if you learn how to Sounds, read. So like, do you help solve murders and stuff? I, I don't Are help. one of those kind of psychics? Or I do don't you not have the stones? What? It's not about stones. It's not about stones. It's about, they, they don't, they hang up on me now when I call. Okay. So it's just, it's, who, it's all who you know. I think, I think I don't have the connections. I mean. Apparently, it's a non-emergency thing. You know any cops? Well, I mean, I when I was little, they used to give away chief's cards if you approached them and said, "Hey, can I have a you chief's still card?" Have those? No, no, okay, because see, I, that's too bad. Because if you'd had like a bunch of them, I bet you could have been like, well, "I'm not a cop, but I do have like 23 of these chief's cards you guys were giving out and that's got to be a record so can i help you solve this murder please i mean i am psychic you know I, I i don't it was kind of an urban legend that they would give you a chief's card i don't know that i ever actually knew anybody who really got a chief's card from a cop i think it's like the star and a tootsie pop was it, was it like the mcdonald's monopoly where like the cops were just keeping the chief's cards themselves I think I, I think it, I think it might have been I think it might have been I think they might have just or like one day a cop got caught doing something bad and so like a kid was like oh I'm gonna tell somebody and he's like no don't tell on me and I'll give you this chief's card because that's what we cops do and then the kid just sort of misinterpreted the fact that he was bribed to not say anything I mean yeah sometimes you got to keep that shit low key because yeah. then if a kid doesn't understand the bribe, then it's not a crime. It's like how, you know, when you were a kid, you could sign up for the, like, get the first 12 CDs are free, but then you got to buy the next six. You're just a kid. That that con- that contract is illegal. I think, actually, if people, I think they pretty much, like, forgive forgave, like, the debt if you actually called them out on it. You just couldn't do it again if you did it that way. I feel like I remember somebody told me they, they were just, like, played the like i can't sign a contract i'm a kid or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. it, maybe that's an urban legend but i but it seems shady in retrospect that you could be like 13 and and agreeing to like buy cds like through the through the mail can, can i tell you something yes tell me and, and and this is from personal experience parenting um and and that is that really Did the best- he would say he wants to join the columbia house music group Thing. No, but that would have been. Uh, I, I wait for that moment with bated breath, and and he probably would. He may have signed up already and not told us. 
um, the guy hoards things. He hoards things he shouldn't have. But I was going to say that parenting is like gold, like Nazi gold. No, more like, I mean, I think he would if we had Nazi gold like running around, but uh, you know, thank goodness we don't. Um, I know about the rich vein of Nazi gold that lies under Lawrence's street. (laughs) Sorry. No, I I mean, I I feel like you need to uh, enlighten us about the rich vein of Nazi gold that runs through the veins of Lawrence streets. That's cool. Like I don't want to get into all the details. You're going to have to buy my book, but I will tell you um, three things. The reasons why Um, one ghost train. Yeah. Two romance three just like like intellectual like shoot 'em ups like you're gonna be like whoa look at that like i didn't see that one coming him getting shot that that's who that's a whole new ball game for shooting people you're, it's gonna make you think the history of the lawrence city commission is written in bullets and blood they say yep people don't know that but the real mayor is the ghost train Chew, chew, boo. Mm-hmm. Actually, it probably sounds better if it's boo, chew, chew. I think so. It's time for our sponsor break. Over to you, Nelson. Sorry, I was taking notes. Oh, okay. Do you want me to give you a better sag? Um, you know, here's the problem, too. Uh, we had a listener submitted... Applebee's ad, but I don't have it in the office. It's out in the other room. So um, so we're going to have to push that one back. Sorry, sorry, dear listener, Felix. Uh, it'll, it'll happen next time. Um, if you want to submit your own Applebee's ad, by the way, feel free. Um, also, oh, shit, now, now I got to figure out something for them to talk Applebee's. Uh, you know, Applebee's, uh, do you need to, like, have a difficult conversation with somebody in a public place so that they can't get violent. Uh, Applebee's. That's where you went with this week. I mean, I, I feel like I was take. I like, I, I was already running late. I'm just trying to, I mean, I it's this is, this is like a big Kramer versus Kramer energy to that. I mean, it's a real, here's the thing. Are you, are you meeting? Like there's Applebee's that are equidistant to lots of places. Um, and also like uh, they've got big tables in some spots. If you need to spread out some, uh, some paperwork or some, some, you know, some official papers, uh, forms, uh, signature things, uh, plenty of room, um, lots of appetizers. So like we can split the bill really easily um, or like just fully on separate checks so that you don't even have to figure out like if you guys, like if, if someone gets an appetizer and then the other person has a little bit, but it was never like established it, like you, you don't want to get that into the divorce proceedings. Like you can just get multiple apps. Like we got the app samplers, you know, come get divorced at Applebee's. You know, you know, what's awkward is when you, when you go out with a group of people and you're like, what you did back, back before COVID and um, you'd have a, have a meal, right. It'd be like a couple of couples and maybe that one, uh, one other person and mm-hmm. you know maybe their friend or something else so there's like there's like an uh, either an odd number of people or some people who are together and people who are not and you order like say like three appetizers for the table right and and then like it comes down to, to, to paying the bill and and it's like well who who owns those because it's never 
like it's not usually like the person who says i'd like this appetizer who ends up paying for it it's usually like the the one person in the in the quarter is like hey we should get some muscles and then like doesn't doesn't offer to pay for the muscles but i mean what's the etiquette on that Big i mean move you, muscles guy you you are you are sort of like a master of etiquette your, it's true so what Especially what would you say? like by highlander rules i'm i'm one of the the masters of 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 etiquette after, well, they're, they're, after they're, I killed they're, that that woman, <laughs> right? <laughs> I took right. etiquette powers into me, and I'm the other the other people too. Like that's how Highlander works. I'm not I'm not trying to rewrite the rules of Highlander here. Well, I feel like calling Miss Manners that woman when referring to murdering her is a little bit de class A. It's true. Well, I said I don't remember which one it was. I still I need to look it up. Is it like the Dread Pirate Roberts? Are there like a bunch of different Miss Banners? There's several. I think it was probably Ann Landers. Yeah. Like that was the big one. And that was the one that they printed. It's whatever one they used to print in the journal world back circa the late 90s to into the aughts there. When print still mattered. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I like, uh, what are you going to do? What are you going to do, Will? What are you going to do? Not go to Applebee's ever. Well, don't don't say that. We're trying to. Oh, shit. I mean, yeah, go to Applebee's and read Nelson's book. It's about a ghost train. It is. The ghost train is it's the mayor. Speaking of Lawrence, um, I've got uh, I'd like to do the Lawrence report before we before we close out here. And unfortunately, it's going to be a little bit of a sad Lawrence report because um, we're saying we're saying goodbye to a a friend of the podcast and a friend of mass holes and an overall really great um, Lawrence advocate Melinda Henderson. Mm-hmm. Um, she passed on passed away on on Monday night, very late. Uh, was actually one of seven Tuesday morning. She she passed away and and. Uh, so her funeral is it's happened already. It's it's taking place um on Thursday. It took place on Thursday. Uh Green Burial at the Oak Hill Cemetery. It was on Wednesday, just to, we're recording this on Wednesday, so it hasn't happened yet. But I'm sure it, it will have been lovely. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, she was not always we didn't always agree about everything, and sometimes she was real um annoying about stuff. But she knew a ton, and she really cared a lot. And she was a fan. That's the nature of the beast for the those people who are the ones that like maintained like the 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 civic train rolling down the tracks of a town like this. Is you need at least that many people who are like that that fired up about it that they're willing to like uh, make make some noise. And then they, they those people aren't always going to be like yeah doing the thing you want them to do. But it's man, they're important. Yeah, absolutely. And and I and she really encouraged uh me and encouraged um several other folks that i've, I've kind of seen who who posted kind of beautiful memories of her um really encouraged people to get involved in local politics and and reminding everyone that local issues matter intensely as well as national issues a lot of people tend to focus on national politics and linda didn't have much time for that she focused more on on uh 
on on the local stuff. But she would always tell me that that she had stories, and and I, I wish that we'd had more time to hear those stories because she was out in California in the eighties. Um, like right about the time she was in her twenties and thirties was just boomtown cocaine era eighties mm-hmm. bound for Hollywood. Uh, see your like, um, you know, dream fever dream. Uh, and I, and I, I do wish that I've gotten to hear a little bit more about like that side uh, of, of Melinda and that time in her life. But by the time she got back to Lawrence, I think she'd, she'd maybe settled down a little bit. Um, and, and gotten started to get in, invested in some political stuff. But anyway, yeah. uh, sad to see her go. Folded wings. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to miss her. I, the, the city manager of the kingdom of heaven is going to have his hands full. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, and big shout outs to uh, Thea Perry. And uh, Courtney Shipley, who uh, who really helped to organize um, the majority of her her funeral arrangements. Um, as some of you may know, I ended up writing her obituary, and that was a real honor to do to do as well. But um, I could have done it without the help of of, of them. And uh, yeah, so yeah, bye, Melinda. I feel like you know that was sad, but also uplifting. That's what I was kind of going for. I don't think she'd want us to all sit around and be sad. I think she'd be like, go, go fucking do something, you know, go change something for the better and stop being assholes and feeling bad about me. I'm, I'm, I'm grumpy and old and and mean. You shouldn't think about me. You should go do something. I feel like that's what Melinda would say. Yeah. I don't know if she'd call herself grumpy and old me. Yeah, no, she would. (laughs) I think she would, but you know, there you go. She was that kind of thing. I, I, her her longtime partner said, "You know when Melinda Melinda was Melinda," and I'm like, "That's the best. That's the best obit. That should have just been all I wrote for for the obituary. <laughs> Melinda was Melinda, and 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 that that really was all you needed to say." Oh, we just hit time. What a sad note to end on. I but know, I'm trying um, to think if, if there's a way to like turn very, it up at the end. very, very special episode of of Double Deuce. Oh, and you know one, we do need uh, like one. Uh, one uh, uh, official podcast business thing. Um, we are getting close to the end of recording the next uh, Techaduce emergency backup episode. And there are, uh, I believe there's some, uh, some polls on the Facebook, on the Twitter about whether or not you guys wanted Will singing at the end of, of that Decaduce episode. It was put out to you. And so, uh, but we're, you're running out of time to vote. So make your voice heard if you want to hear Will singing or if you don't want to hear Will singing, like the power's in your hands. I think at the moment it's tipped uh, towards singing, but I haven't checked in a little while. You know, Melinda would say it's the local issues that count. So start here, start local. Exactly. Vote yeah. yes or no for me to sing. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be here. I'm abstaining in case we need to break a tie. Yeah, I will. I will sing or I will not sing, and I will be happy as a plum clam either way. He may, you know, the, the, I mean, you might just if you're not allowed to sing in the tenth, you might just sing in the ninth too. You're a fucking wild card. I, you don't know when I'm gonna sing. 
that's the you're only the only thing that this vote can stop is is part 10 of the of decaduce eight that's the that's what this is about yep and it don't say like it in the way so get your uh like open up your songbook and get those pipes oiled up will because i think you're probably going to be singing at the end of decaduce eight all right i'm but I'm if you afraid. want to guarantee that, people, now's your chance or stop it. You've got that. You still have time to stop it if that's what you want to. You know, my singing succeeds because good men do nothing and women, good people. You know, why yeah. do we have to be binary? Well, good, nobody, good humans. Has anybody ever really tried to stop you? I mean, it's a real black mark on humanity. I, well, there was that time when I auditioned for Lil Abner in eighth grade and there were. 75 singing roles and one non-singing role and i got the non-singing role the yeah. one non-singing role and mm-hmm. that was, i think maybe that was somebody trying to stop me what was the role evil eye flegal yeah i was good i was yeah. funny yeah yeah i i mean i think i was i was not good by good performance standards but like junior high school theater standards i fucking mm-hmm nailed it do you like infuse it with some emotional heft nope just hamming just ham the fuck out of that thing (laughs) fat slab of ham i did a whole lot of hand movements and a big head roll evil (laughs) eye oh man yeah you would have you would have you would have been your ass would have clenched when you saw it clenched so hard so hard Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at Double Deuce Pod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do, and it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep, and the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. (laughs) Good episode.